You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to AfterBuzz TV. Bing is for doing, and we are doing Beauty and the Beast for you. It's the first ever episode. I'm your host, Ali Kona Bradford, and my lovely co-host, Paige Sullivan. And yes, we definitely want to get into this first season. It was a really exciting episode. I enjoyed it a lot. How about you? I liked it because you don't know what to expect. I mean, you can read, and then when it actually happens, I was kind of like, oh, this isn't what I was thinking was about to happen here. Yeah. It's I- a lot different from that 1980s version that we used to see. Yeah. That one was definitely a little bit more romantic and uh, this one is a lot more sci-fi very sci-fi and it's um, it gets you thinking a lot it's not so much um, knowing what's happening and more the dynamics between the characters it's everything you want to know what's going to come next you want to know what's happening and this whole show kind of kept me on my toes and I wasn't expecting that out of this yeah yeah it's definitely it runs a little bit like a CSI type show but then you have that romance element and this mystery that's going on with the Beast and with the main character who is Catherine Chandler so it's definitely something that I look forward to seeing as to what will play out but right now why don't we get into introducing the characters a little bit for anybody who may have missed the show right so. Right away, let's get into Katherine Chandler. We talked about her a little bit last week. She starts off, we take the story back to 2003, where she's working at a bar. She's got an Ivy League education, and she just finished school. She's got a bright future ahead of her, and then she's leaving the bar one night, and... Well, her car doesn't start. So it's cold. She calls her mom. You know, maybe the battery died. So her mom comes to help her, and her mom's in... It looks kind of like scrubs. I mean, I couldn't tell like where yeah, she was coming. I think she was a doctor. I'm almost positive she was a doctor. That's what it seemed like. And I think that that is going to play a big role down the line. But so her mom comes to help her jump the car. And this car pulls up with two men. And they try to wave them off saying, bar's closed. We don't need your help. And then um, it turns out the men have loaded weapons. And they shoot sure. her mother. And um, attempt to shoot her until yeah. she runs away. Which kind yeah. of brings us to the... the but- climax of that part of her life the 2003 part of her life where she loses her mother and something saves her in the woods from these people right and people convinced her it was a it was just an animal yeah well you know taking it back just a little bit i don't know if you notice this at at home but the gunmen right away they got out of the car and they shot her mother with the intent of shooting her Mm -hmm. and later on the series we do find out that there are people that are actually following and tracking her mom but I thought it was interesting that they waited to shoot her like they chased her all the way down in the woods and it's like they stood there hovering over her with a gun but they didn't shoot her right away yeah I think I I think it shows that there's more to this story than you think and that you know the less you know the better Um, of course and you won't die obviously as in any murder mystery sci-fi the less you know the better Um, 
and so yeah that was weird it was and it kind of it starts out at the beginning and you're like why are they killing this innocent mom and her yeah. daughter in a parking lot it just yeah. doesn't make sense and i even as you know you see the the beast in the woods saving her i was still confused as to why the gunmen were there i didn't get it i was trying to figure out in my head they didn't steal from them they didn't exactly. take the car they yeah. didn't you know abuse them in any way so why are they killing yeah. these women i don't get it yeah well, they obviously, and that's what led me to believe, like, you were looking specifically for somebody. You don't just go out and shoot somebody for absolutely no mm-hmm. reason just because. But anyways, progressing into our story, it's seven years later, and then all of a sudden she grows up, and she's just this kick-butt detective. Mm-hmm. She's got all these martial arts skills, which we see later on in the show, and her character is very much so, I think, affected a lot by this incident. She's very guarded, possibly maybe very jaded, and that could have been why she took the career path of being yeah they mentioned at the bar that she just wanted to go home and study for the LSATs so you assume she was going to be a lawyer of some form because to be a detective I don't think you necessarily need to go to law school no Um, not at all so I think that night changed her life and it led her to where she is today and she's constantly bringing up her mother's case and they mentioned that right away somebody her co-worker says oh it's the same DNA as your mother's case that you're always talking about so obviously this is something that she's held with her for a long time and she's not shaking and she doesn't want to shake she wants to know what happened to her mom what the beast was and what that chromosome was in the dna that she you know found out was part of the case and she there's no answers and so i think her whole career is avenging her mother and getting answers for herself Exactly, exactly. And we'll backtrack just a little bit. Her finding this DNA, what happens is she comes across this case. There's a girl who is murdered. We don't know why, but there's this DNA. It's a fingerprint of somebody who's dead. So obviously this gets her wheels turning and she's determined to figure out who these fingerprints belong to, which is Vincent Keller, who is our beast. Mm -hmm. And come to find out, her and her partner go investigating around the city and she comes across this guy and they have their first official meeting in her excuse me in his roommate's apartment yeah jt's apartment his roommate and they went to him just because he was the only person they knew he had a relationship with before he died um his brothers were killed in 9-11 and that's a huge part of this story is that his brothers were killed in 9-11 he was going to be a doctor and he immediately enlisted in the army and went overseas and was supposedly killed in afghanistan so he wasn't very friendly didn't have a lot of friends at the hospital so it was one of those things where who who did he know? Who can tell us a little bit about this guy? And that's where you get JT. And it's kind of freaky when you talk about him as a beast and he's being hidden upstairs behind these caged walls in a warehouse. Yeah. It's very yeah. strange way to look at it. But it, it's a cool play. I feel like this whole show is really playing off the Beauty and the Beast thing. But in a new take, you know, it's Definitely. like a new kind of beast. It's Definitely. not, it's not the straightforward, you know, Disney Beauty and the Beast, oh, not where at all. he's a, a beast, right? You know? Not at all. Not at all. I mean, it does, it does parallel a little bit of the 1980s version. Again, not so much a full-on romance, but there is this character that is the beastly character mm-hmm. that's going around town and avenging things, and you know very different like you said than from the Disney one but also getting into JT a little bit his character he is a professor he teaches Mm -hmm. science and he's been friends with Vincent Keller since he was very little so he's the only person that Vincent trusts with his secret and so he's a little his feathers are a little bit roughed when Catherine comes by and starts investigating because obviously if they get found out it puts them in great danger so right and they they hint to something more um they hint to a list of rules that Vincent has to follow and that he's not supposed to leave and he's not supposed to make contact with other people and that 
they're working on some kind of antidote in the apartment and you don't know why. And it makes sense because his roommate's a chemist of right, some right, sort. And right. so they're working on something that didn't work, supposedly. Right. Didn't work. Vincent's still abused. You don't know why. You don't know what right, happened. Right. But that's why their bond is so close. And apparently... If people find out why they're working on this antidote or the fact that they are working on this antidote, that's the bigger problem. And that's why having his fingerprints in a case is a huge deal. Because if Vincent gets found out, then JT's also implicated in what's going to happen. And he's going to, you know, lose his life, lose his job, just like Kat's mother did. So. Right, right. Obviously, because I think the military is out to eliminate anything that could trace them back to their experiment mm-hmm. gone wrong. Exactly. Which was to make these soldiers superhuman. I don't know if we got a chance to really cover that with you guys. Did we talk mm-hmm. about that No, at all? we didn't. It's very, it's interesting. It's kind of one of those things that you, it kind of reminds me of like an X-Men type thing. Like they have these yeah. superpowers that nobody else has and Apparently, the military, they, he didn't even ask questions. Vincent says, I didn't ask enough questions. I didn't no. ask them why they were doing this to me. They just, they show you them shooting something into his neck. And what it is, it's they're changing their DNA. They're changing the way their yeah, body works. super soldiers. Exactly. They're super strong, fast. They can smell better. They can see better. Um, but they have this internal rage that when they get adrenaline, they just can't be stopped. And yeah. so they were eliminated. supposedly eliminated, but they yeah. uh, escaped. So, yeah. and who knows if anybody else did, but Vincent is definitely out there. Yeah, and you know, and that's the thing too, it was really cool is he actually gave an interview and they were asking him about that and he was saying, I think it'd be really cool if he came across another character that was one of his old platoon bunnies and that could be a really cool storyline because he's learned to control his rage and his anger but who's to say if there is one other wandering around soldier who can so it could be this huge battle I mean this story can go in so many different Mm -hmm. directions so I think that's what's really cool about the way they decided to um, take this story I think it's also interesting because within the being a beast and controlling yourself and your relationship with yourself um, we had been discussing before the show that it's more play on the beast that's within everybody you know everybody has that side to them everybody has a darker side or a side that they can't control and that's more of what this show is playing on too it's not just that he is a beast and can't control himself and wants to kill everybody it's more you know every day you meet people who have baggage who exactly. have that you fall things. in love with their charm and mm-hmm. and there was actually a really cool quote that one of the creators had had written and i wanted to read that to you guys it says which one of us doesn't love a beast a guy with a lot of baggage and that's so true because we always fall in love with the guys with the baggage they're always mysterious and you want to help them and I think that's exactly what happens with Catherine too when they do meet is she almost falls in love with his story and has a lot of empathy for him because they connect in their own jaded heart way yeah and uh, he saved her life I mean he saved her and this is true and whether or not she knew it back then now she knows it and now he's that connection to her mom and you know she's holding on to her mom so tightly that I think this is her way of forging the gap you know figuring out what happened and she thinks he has the answers and he doesn't think he has the answers he doesn't know um why her mom was involved really um but it's her little bit of hope that she's gonna find out what she needs to find out and i mean he saved her life who doesn't love a guy who can do that my hero (laughs) right and he saved it twice he saved her life this episode which goes into a lot more detail about what happened (laughs) yes I love, you know, there was a highly anticipated train scene. We're kind of jumping forward a little bit, and that is the second time that he saves her life. Mm-hmm. Because the military has something to do with this whole murder thing, and she's putting together, you know, her own case with 
case that she's working on right now. So she goes to meet some people from the military and she gets bombarded in the middle of this train station and totally attacked. And I personally love a girl that can kick butt and she was throwing it down for the longest, but it came to that one moment. And then here he comes to save the day. And then he comes again because she's running down a train track, chasing after him. Swoop. Yeah. I mean, and it was three against one. She held her own. That girl was tough. And yeah. that's, I mean, that's fun to see. And um, coming from, you know, a girl who looks, she kind of looks kind of frail. She doesn't right. look like she'd pack a punch like she was or that she'd have those skills. I mean, she carries a gun. That's yeah. one thing. But being able to ward off three different people. And instantly when that scene was happening, you saw, you're like, something's wrong here. Because yeah. the homeless guy and then this other girl, all of them start, like, forming this, like, I thing. And you're like... Oh, okay. something's about to happen. And I hadn't really looked into this train scene, so I was kind of blown away. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I did not see that yeah. coming. Yeah. Well, you know, she actually has some past martial arts experience, so I think that probably made it a little bit easier for her to prep for this whole entire scene, too. So I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's been a part of shows where she has to really. Oh, wait. Did she do? She Smallville. did. Smallville. Yeah. Well, Smallville, Smallville. And she also did, what was it? Um, she did a martial arts film, too. It's, it's, it'll come to me later on. But anyways, I just thought it was really neat. And the, another really cool thing is you do have two female leads, in a sense, because her partner, Tess Vargas, mm-hmm. who is this sassy New York chick who kind of keeps her in line, keeps her eye on her when she's acting a little bit funny. But instead of seeing two guys in the lead of the show, you have these two really strong women and a show that's created by two very strong women, mm-hmm. too. So I think that's kind of neat. I think it's nice to see, you know, it's usually a woman and a guy or, you know, exactly if the woman is there, you know what I mean? And so, I mean, every CSI type show has the women there. I think you have to, um, for the show to work, but this is cool. It's and and her partner. I mean, that accent is so oh, I love thick, it. and it's just you know you feel like you're in New York, even though it's not filmed there. You feel like you're yes. like there, and she really um, brings it home. I think her yeah. partner, and because she, I mean, Kat doesn't have an accent really in the show. You can't no. you can't no, tell where they are at first, and then her partner talks, and you're like, okay. All right, I know where we are. So, I mean, it's fun to see. It's fun to see the dynamics because that's another relationship she has, a person she trusts and a person who in the show says, you know, if you need anything, I'm here. And so that's that's nice. You always want to see a girl have a good friend. Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of accents, Jay Ryan, you don't really hear his accent too Mm -hmm. much. He's from New Zealand. And I want to talk about his character a little bit. We talked lightly about how he was a military guy and he got transformed into this beast and whatever but I want to talk about the dynamic between the two of them because there is going to be more romance as the show progresses we didn't get to see a whole lot of that we just saw that initial like you can tell there's some tension Mm -hmm. but at the same time he's pushing her away because he's afraid of what he can do to her and she just wants to I think she's just really intrigued by his character I think she's interested and I think that there's that appeal again I mean he saved her life he's this huge part of her life that has been missing and I mean it doesn't hurt that he looks so good I mean you know he's a good looking guy guy and so I think you can see that when they're staring at each other in the eye when they first see each other it's just like this instant bond you can feel like right I thought they were gonna kiss I really did I was like they're gonna do it and I I was questioning why they would do that the first episode and then they didn't but you can definitely tell there's something brewing in that relationship well I mean she touches his face and right away you can see he 
likes it, but he's like, no, get away, because it's obviously something scary for him because mm-hmm. he's so dangerous in a sense to where he can't control himself. But speaking of the fact that we thought he was going to kiss her and he didn't, it's the elongating of, I think, that whole romantic roller coaster, which I think is going to be huge in this show because I think there'll be moments where they'll get so close, but something is always going to wedge them apart. And what I thought was really cool, too, something that he mentioned, Jay mentioned in an interview, was that this whole show is just taking it back to the more romance, excuse me, romance part of, like, evening TV. It's not like, let's just jump into bed with each other, let's, you know, be on the computer, or do-da-da-da-da. Like, it's very old school, very let me write you a letter, let me throw a pebble at your window, or, you know, I just, I like that, because it's instilling, I think, that whole old school mentality. No, I agree, and I like that it's it's different because it comes after a show that has a huge fan base. I mean, Vampire Diaries has a huge fan base, and now this show's coming, and it's playing along the same kind of line, you know, vampires, werewolves, beasts. It's all that sci-fi thing. Yeah, but it's 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 got a different you know appeal to it. It's got more like you want to see these relationships blossom and right. develop. You don't want them just to hook up right away and have a yeah. fling and I feel like other shows especially in the CW are a lot like that there's a yeah. lot of hooking up there's a lot of yeah. back and forth and trading boyfriends and yeah. um, I, I think in this it's really they have eyes for each other and you can tell that from the get go and I think it'll be interesting whether or not it's outside forces I don't think it would be you know other people but other you know the military and yes. um, maybe an antidote or things like that or a case she's working on will be the the things that draw them apart at points. Definitely. And one of the things that I've also read about the show is that the cases as we go along and the show progresses are actually going to be relevant to what's going on in their relationship and it'll tell their story through the case, which will be really interesting to see, I think, because I feel like he's going to start transforming a little bit more often and that'll be a big, huge issue. And it's fun to see. I mean, it's interesting yeah. to watch how they make him look like this scary guy and like the, you can see the make, strength that he has. I was say, how do you make such a good looking guy look so scary? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> he, doesn't, he looks scary. I'd be afraid yeah. of him if I saw him. Yeah, definitely. I would be too, but I don't know. It works. It works for him. It does. It does. So really quick, I'm going to interrupt our scheduled program right now and just tell you guys, if you have any comments or you want to say anything that you would like us to talk about, definitely hit us up on iTunes, leave your comments, rate us. We always like to hear what you guys have to say. Um, yeah. And you can tell also... A friend. Yeah, tell a friend. Tell a friend. And they can Pass the out. word. Download us. Yes. All right. So let's go back into some of our characters. I want to go back into JT, which is his best friend. I don't know. What's your opinion of him? I like him. I mean, who sticks by somebody who is technically he's probably some sort of felon. I mean, he's this, you know, nobody knows he's alive. And if they find yeah. him, it's part of this huge conspiracy yeah. that nobody knows about. And so the fact that he's standing by a best friend in this kind of situation, I think it really tests his um, his loyalty. And I think I don't know if many of my friends would house yeah. me if I was a beast and killed people by accident or was hiding from the military. Yeah. I think that shows um that he's going to play a big role in his life. And he's a huge influence on Vincent and what he has become and why he's still around. And I I like him. I like him. I like what he's doing as a friend. I mean, you don't really know much more about him other than who he is as his friend right now. 
I think right now they they showcase him as being that protector, that almost like parental unit for him and keeping him in line. But at the same time, again, the storyline could really go somewhere with that because he is this really smart scientist. He is the one who's trying to come up with this antidote to cure something that has no cure. But maybe he knows a little bit something more than he lets on. He may. I mean, he may. He might know how to fix it, you know, but maybe he just doesn't want to just give it to Vincent. Maybe he wants to give it to... The military or something. You you don't know where his motives lie. Right. I mean, right away, you don't know that. I think we're definitely going to see that. And that's what's exciting about a new series like this. I mean, you're introduced to all these people and who they are is still very unknown and what their motives are and where their loyalties lie. It's, it's, It's an interesting dynamic to try and figure out. Yeah. I think they're still figuring it out, too. I mean, obviously, because like you said, it is in the very beginning. I don't know. I think they're still filming it, right? As far as I know, yes, I'm I'm almost positive and they're in Canada, so I mean it's very you could tell it's kinda of dreary in the yeah. show and it's not sunny bright LA, but it's it's nice. I mean I like the feel of the show. It feels mysterious. It yeah. feels very dark. Dark and rainy. It you yeah. know, it it plays up the mystery of yeah. everything that's yeah. happening. I think it is. It's going more towards that really, really dark aspect of the show. I mean, even internally, you're talking about somebody who has this huge internal demon within themselves Mm -hmm. and they're really trying to fight off because when he turns into the beast, a lot of times, he doesn't even remember what happens. It's like a huge blackout. So he's killed people in the past as well. Obviously, bad guys, but we don't know if also, too, he's killed good people, too, because there is that progression of becoming good. You know, he didn't start off that way right away. Well, no, I think definitely when he was in Afghanistan, he killed people who shouldn't have been killed or did things he shouldn't have done. But I think now, I mean, you're really finding out um, you find out as the murder case that's part of the show evolves that his DNA has been connected to many cases. Exactly. And, but they think it's tainted. There's something wrong with it um, because of that change in his DNA. It just doesn't seem like a normal um, DNA that they would find and so they just put it off as oh what we're looking at it with is broken we need a new one right. and so finding out that cat kind of puts it together you know you're not a beast you're helping yes. people like you're helping these yeah. people who are either murder victims or victims of assault or anything somebody who's in danger and that's what he's been doing with his time so as much as he sees himself as a beast he's using what makes him a beast for good the good things. of people good yes things. exactly but and that's what I think she brings to the relationship too is this sense of calmness mm-hmm. you know what I mean like obviously he's learned to control it but I think she's going to be the one like you said who's going to really allow him to see the good in himself because he's got a lot of guilt for things that he's done and just also because he was the only one that survived too and I think I think everybody needs that in their life I mean everybody doubts themselves and it needs somebody to support them and whether or not that's your boyfriend or your mom or your friend or whatever right. I mean right. other people bring out the good in you right. and but there's also those friends who bring out the bad in you and you never know true. if the beast was with somebody else or say JT turned bad who he would be or what he would do and so right. I think having somebody to really influence him in a positive light and who knows I mean she's a detective he's helping people I mean they can really work together together here and in more than just a relationship but in her life in her job in her career and they can use each other to each other's benefit I think that'll be interesting right now what do you think that he has to offer to the relationship though just outside of that compassion I feel like I just feel like he knows what she went through I mean he was there he was there at her darkest moment you know he has a first-hand view of what happened to her and I think that's what nobody else gets They're like oh let go of it your mother died like get over yeah. it like deal yeah. with it yeah um and he's the only one who's not going to do that so I think he's going to be like the strong person for her because she's been so strong and she's been so determined that now she needs somebody to 
be there for her like when things come crashing down on her which you know they they might or she might right. find out something about her mom that you know ruins her and so she needs somebody there to catch her kind of when she falls and I right. think that's who the beast is right and I think it's interesting that she does find out towards the end of the show that she is being tracked by the military and that initially they were out for her mom first because like there's a whole nother like, well, what was her mom doing? What exactly. was her mom involved in? And and she mentions, Kat mentions, oh, my mom had a bunch of this um, in our house. She had, you know, it, like, it looked like a chemistry lab. Ah, and she, that's she, a good call. She mentioned that to JT. Yeah. And she's, or she mentioned it to Vincent, actually, but it was JT's things. You know, my mom, don't worry, my mom had this stuff all around our house, which makes yeah. you believe maybe her mom knew more than she should have known. Yes. Maybe her mom was working towards something she shouldn't have been doing, or not shouldn't have been doing, what the military didn't want her to right. be doing. Right, And, um, when the beast says they came for her, they right. were following her. They right. meant to find her. That's what makes you think, oh, like this brings it all together. This yeah. is why these two met. And maybe that's even why the beast was there. He was wondering right. why they were following her mom. And it just happened that she's there right. as well. And that's right. how they meet. I right. mean, it's very strange how they like their cross. They pat their paths cross. Right. right. Well, I mean, OK, so we know that her mom was a doctor, but it's possible that also, too, she could have been a part of that whole conspiracy. Like she could have been part of the people who created him. She could have been. I mean, that's the way you don't know. That's yeah. the beauty of it. It's like, you know, it's connected somehow. You just don't know why or where it's going to lead or exactly who she was in the scheme of things. Exactly. So let's get into, I want you to be able to um, hear a little bit about what's going on in the future, but I know we have a little bit more of the bulk of the story to to talk about. We really didn't get into the case of mm-hmm. the actual show. And I want to talk about that too, because yeah. it shows Catherine's just... Um, alertness and and her and her intelligence and i like that a lot about her too as well so going into the case a little bit we know that there is i mean it's your typical crime scene investigation there's a a a girl that's murdered i like the story behind what really happened when we find out who killed her and why i do too and i like the fact that it's going to be murders or cases are going to happen throughout this show and that's part of what you know like you said it's going to kind of foreshadow what's happening in their relationship but that that's also a whole other storyline you get exactly. to get excited for every week it's gonna be a new thing every yeah. week and it won't just be the same relationships evolving it'll be yeah. new people new stories every week and this one i mean it was exciting i mean it's a woman died but there's the cause of death was poison exactly and so you have to wonder why was she found passed out you know why was vincent's fingerprints there which right. you find out he's just trying to help her and resuscitate right. her but it's, you know, who killed her? Who wanted this woman dead? And right. it was very interesting to see it play out. It always is. And I never get it right. I always think no, I me know neither. who it is, me but neither. I never get it right. So me neither. I was very off this time. Yeah. So just to give you guys a recap, if you didn't get to watch the show, basically there was a gentleman whose wife was killed. She was poisoned. And... um lost my train of thought <laughs> well, he, he, he had been sleeping with a bunch of different women, there you which go. we find out we yes. we know he didn't kill her we don't think he killed her um but what we do think is one of his mistresses did exactly and so it turns out that her assistant emily um she first alerted us oh you know there's this other woman who uh wanted the job that she just got I yeah mean, and we're thinking she, that's why she, she killed her she's the only one i think who could hate her yeah. And so she kind of leads you off the track, but down the line, <laughs> gross enough, there's bed bugs. And so the yeah. bed bugs have DNA of all these women that he's been sleeping with. And so you think, who are these women? Why would they want her dead? And he has them all convinced that he has a prenup. And if 
he is caught cheating, then he loses everything. Yeah, yeah. And total so, lie. Total yeah. lie. Typical and so man. He's, he's lying. And it's really just to keep every single one of these women wrapped around his finger. Right. And one obviously took it too far. Right. And that was... Um, her assistant, assistant who yeah. was also sleeping with her yeah. husband and yeah. she thought she was pregnant yeah and so she stole one of the beauty products and tampered she, with yeah it. put it's a tobacco i think that she had put it nicotine put there you go and it was it. in her her shampoo for blondes exactly um shampooed her hair and it penetrated her skin and then and hours yeah, later four hours later five hours later she's dead and i mean i didn't see that coming and no. but it's a it's an interesting twist the bed bugs gross me out yeah, a little bit yeah but it's it's interesting to see i mean this guy had all of them fooled and right. like Catherine said to him you know you, you didn't kill your wife and we know you didn't kill your wife but you're the reason she's exactly. dead. And exactly. That's, and that's sad. It's sad to see that like, yeah. things really can take that turn. I mean, people take things very seriously. Yeah. And uh, cheating is no joke, people. No, it's Don't not. Cheat. Don't do that. No. <laughs> you saw what happened. Exactly. Here, exactly. <laughs> and did you notice by chance how the forensics gentleman kind of had a crush and he kept on asking Catherine out? I think that could also turn into something. Yeah, he likes her and he finds out that she got broken up with, which happens at the yeah. beginning of the episode. It's kind of like a little blip in her radar, you know. Yeah. I thought it was hot. She was a de- detective, but yeah. in reality, not so hot. She's always busy. She's running late. She's never there where yeah. she says she is so yeah. he dumps her um she gets him arrested so it's all good yeah. but um yeah he definitely wants her and he yeah. escorts her to her father's engagement party yeah um so i think that is a relationship that could de- definitely develop because everybody wants what they can't have and right. this guy exactly. wants her and i don't exactly. think she get i don't think she sees that so much as oh you're such a great friend thanks for coming to my father's engagement party with me i appreciate it like i don't think she sees it so much as something that's going to develop but at the same time i don't think her focus is men i don't No, not at all even with the beast right now it's not i don't think she sees that romantically yet at all so it's 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 really just like oh i think she does i think she does a little bit just because she showed up to work the next day and her partner was like you have a glow what's going on and it was right after she had that moment with him so true i mean it might just be a, a you know a glimpse of a beginning to an end for her though you know I mean he might be the re- way she gets all her answers so right. you never know right. I mean but I just feel like she's such a focused woman that uh, relationships have never been on her mind right but, but I, th- I think with the with the beast yeah it's I think he caught her off guard though I think that emotion for him it caught her off guard mm-hmm. because I think with any other guy she's probably had a wall up and not let anybody in which is what you see with the other gentleman his name is Evan Marks and I think that's how she treats all her guys because like you said at the beginning of the show there's another gentleman that she'd just been dating and he totally like disses her for somebody else because she's just unavailable exactly and she doesn't even seem too her it. she's kind of no. like oh well whatever, whatever. yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> whatever like she moves on and it's not a big deal so I think for her I mean, she's a good-looking girl. She's yeah. a tough girl. I think people will want to date her, and I definitely think the guy in forensics is. Uh, she's on his radar for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Another, and he's a Brit hottie too. So another. Yeah. I like all these different accents going around. I know, in the I know. Show. But the Beast, I have to say, uh, in the show, you really don't hear it. This is true. Yeah, you know what? He covered it up pretty well. I like that. I like when you. Ca- I like when I don't know they have an accent when I'm watching yes. the show, and then I'm reminded yes. of it in an interview. I think that's very interesting because. It makes me believe them more, you yeah. know. If I if I could hear that little bit of his accent, yeah. or it wasn't um, authentic yeah. English, um, I think I would have a harder time, you know, believing him. Yeah. And I like that about yeah. him. I don't I don't question him at all. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. 
And speaking of acting too, I just want to say that I think that Kristen is an amazing actress. Like I loved her in this. I, I used to watch her in Smallville, but just even from the opening scene, because I was on the edge of my chair right when mm-hmm. the show started. She's running through the woods, and obviously her mom gets killed, and she just totally cracks like after he saves her and she's just left by herself in the woods and you see that tear fall I'm like oh god I, know. I don't know I just thought it I don't know no, I think it's a great cast I think um I mean, a diverse cast. They Definitely. have a, a bunch of different... It's not just a bunch of hot guys and girls running around like you might see in a, another show on the CW. Right. Um, right. Everybody with their shirts off. It's kind of, you know, you have JT. He's like the geeky chemist. Which is and you, perfect. Yeah. yeah. And, and her her partner, too. She's not a feminine yeah. girl. No, she's not at all. She's not a smoking hot detective. I mean, she's like an... She's pretty. She's undercover sexy, yeah, I but think. She, yeah, but she's, you know, tough. She's. She, she, I think that must have been a hard show to cast for because the people are all so different from one another. Yeah. It's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Um, but speaking of the shows, After Buzz TV, our fall lineup, we have 50 shows. Um, yeah. And look at this. First one of Beauty and the Beast. So we have a lot of new shows that are premiering. Nashville premiered last night. So make sure to check us out on AfterBuzzTV.com to see all 50 of our shows if you're interested in all of them. We have a lot to offer, so make sure you check us out. Yes. Are you hosting any other shows? I am. I'm hosting um, Castle, Heart of Dixie, and Beauty and the Beast. Wow, there me. you go. And then yeah. you can also catch me on America's Next Top Model. Oh, nice. Too. Yeah. yeah. All these shows with this wonderful makeup. <laughs> I you know. know. <laughs> you got him with all the prosthetics, which I'm sure he has to sit there for hours doing all that I know, stuff. But I know. that's pretty cool, too. That, I, I would they love to talk job. to the people who do that, who transform him, because crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And it's not just special effects that you see. So, yeah, like, no, if they definitely. Like, do stuff to, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Because you see, I was saying when he transforms into the beast, like everything about him looks so different. I almost wonder if some of that is computer generated or if it oh, is. I feel like all. it has to be. I feel like I mean, you know, when you see his face transform. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah, obviously. Good call. Um, but I like that about this show. It makes it so much more sci-fi yeah. and it's yeah. so much more believable than I'm sure. Um, past sci-fi shows have been especially if this yeah. was the original Beauty and the Beast I'm sure their um, their beast wasn't as you know realistic as no. this but they still make him a man you know he's oh, still definitely. a man he's still relatable he's still somebody that you can see and you know you you want her to like he's not right. he's not scary all the time right. and I, I like that I like that he's he's very headstrong but so is she like would they have one moment where they have an argument and she's just like you help me just help me just you know whatever and he's like no you're too you know I'm too dangerous but they kind of bump heads and I feel like it's going to be like that also too as the episodes progress as well mm-hmm. and I'm curious to see what develops with his rage because I feel like also too it's just going to get worse and worse no I agree I agree a lot a lot's going to happen in this first season I think I definitely agree. yeah so I want to get into a few predictions speaking of and now your after buzz TV predictions <laughs> So what do you think? You know what? I think, well, I actually kind of already started to mention that I think the Beast is going to come out a little bit more. I think that the show is going to go first very, very dark before it gets really, really, like, happy and romantic. I think that he's going to have that struggle between humanity, him being human, and then him becoming this beast and so I'm curious to see what's going to happen with that as well too because it's obviously going to push her further and further away I don't know if she's going to still cling on to him or if she's just going to maybe go for that forensics guy I think I think the beauty of a show like this is it's so new and it, it has so many possibilities the predictions are honestly endless right now I mean yeah. there's so many different relationships yeah. so many new characters we haven't met yet and I think I honestly just see 
Catherine really opening up and becoming yeah. a person and not so much, you know, a detective. I feel like she doesn't have that in her right now. It's very, you know, closed off. So I'm yeah. excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see it develop. I am too, definitely. All right. Well, where can we find you if we want to follow you? Yeah, you can check me out on Twitter at Paige Cell, and that's Paige with an I, FYI, everybody. <laughs> All right. And I'm Allie Kona Bradford. You can follow me on Twitter at Kiss My Passport or on Facebook and Tumblr, Allie Kona Bradford. And that wraps up tonight's show. We're so excited, and I know I can't wait to see what's happening the rest me of the either. season. Me either. I'm excited for the season. Woo, first good so, show. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us. And again, don't forget to log on to iTunes, download us, and rate us. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.